This. Well, good morning, little brother. It's early break with Zip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Weekday mornings from 6 to 8 on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Well, if you have listened to this show over the last month or so, you know, the DP kind of gave us away the breaking news that happened this morning. We, he yeah, knew, he, how, you knew that. We, all, we knew that DP told us on the air like a month ago what the new name for the Washington football team is. It is, of course, the Commanders. Yeah, DP so, just dropped that DP like it was is our, our insider always. <laughs> Can you tell us how long did you know it was Commanders for? Um, Pretty much... 20 minutes after they had the meeting where they made the decision. And when was the meeting? Uh, they had one six weeks ago where <laughs> six weeks ago. They, they they went through the checklist of, of, of what they wanted to do with it and then it ultimately came down to what Daniel, Daniel Snyder wanted to do. Um, you know, they said they went through the, all the marketing studies, but that's not true. <laughs> no. No, they did. They did exactly what they wanted to do, uh, which is exactly why tomorrow there will be an inv- investigation news dump Uh-oh. on the Washington football team. <laughs> uh oh, about what? Yeah, like well, they've been investigating. Like that's been that's the, the operations were a mess. It was a train wreck, and uh, the league and and the team said they went through a thorough investigation. So imagine that your Washington football team. Uh, will have notes of things that they shouldn't have done, and then they'll just go, well, we're not them anymore. Um, we're, oh. we're now the commanders. So tomorrow, all the warm and fuzzy, and there's only a little. There's not enough buzz behind it because uh, the fan base doesn't like it. They don't like the commanders. They don't like the name. No, no, they don't like the name. Um, but tomorrow, you know, you'll get all these reports of all the nonsense and chaos that was going on. So Behind the scenes. Was it, was it worse than in, in Miami or not? With the Dolphins and Flores um, and Ross it, and everything? It, look, this is a private club of 32 members who yep. are very similar. There's so, 31. <clears throat> well, Sean is – Sean is Jacksonville looks different and he is different. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. there's 31 guys. Shad, Shad, well, but, he's, but he's, he's in the he's, club he's trying – he, he, he is – as we say, he's, he's ink in the milk. <laughs> he's, uh, he's 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 in the building. He's, he's not he's, he's not in the, the room milk. yet. Well, okay. Well, but I mean, I it, it's in that space. What's he can't override thirty one other no, people can't. who have been who are deep in the foundation of how they do business and why they do business. So, you know, you could be a new owner and get into the club, but doesn't mean you're everybody's. Not at the, you're not at the table. Yeah, there's, yeah. You yeah. in the room, but you're not. There's thirty two the, seats and thirty one or thirty one butts are getting warm, and there's one seat that's. So, so we filled. know, we know, like what this week is showing us is what still exists. And there'll be people who get like, I, you know, I was following the text line earlier today mm-hmm. and I'm just going to warn people. You come at me with racist nonsense today. I will. I'm done. With you. Like, I'm just, I'm not Stay in, the, I'm not in that place. I don't see the text line. I'm not in that place. You, you know what? If Jake if, doesn't let me see it. No, no. He, he, he loves you. He loves you. Like, I love Jay. I don't, don't, I don't let Jay. I don't let Jay see the text line because Jay would go off and tell people and set it on fire. Because right. I've done it for your best. Yeah, so, it's for your good. so, no, but just miss me with nonsense. Look, the foundational stuff that goes on and the systemic stuff that goes on, it isn't going to change without people putting light and exposure to like it. Like Flores? Well, Flores has to say, look, I, I hear what you're saying you're going to do, mm. but who you really are is what's going on behind the scenes. 
right? And yeah. that, that character and integrity that we hope we operate from doesn't exist in that space, but only to each other. There's honor among thieves in, 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 that, room, in that room. It's, it's 31. Right. It's, 31 it's getting better. Hustlers it's, and gangsters. Is it it's, getting better? I don't care if it gets better. I want it better. Like, getting yeah, better I mean, does mean do better. Is it better? It's not good enough. I doubt it is getting better. It's uh, yeah, like it's it's a lot of smoke screens. But you know, here, here's where it, here's the one hundred percent truth. It's going to be hard for you know if we're four billionaires in here, right? We're owners. Okay. It doesn't matter what what we look like. It just happens that the NFL owners they all look the same and they all act the same in theory, right? Right. Some are better people than others. Let's be honest, right? Just and like that's the- just the way life is, right? How it's going to be hard for the NFL to make them do something because this is their business. It is. They own the team. So it's going to be hard for them, the NFL, to say you have to hire DP. Now, what what the what the NFL on the out on the surface is trying to do is saying, hey, we know that you prefer to hire Brian Dable or. Uh, Mike Zimmer or whoever the clown is up there in Chicago, but uh shouldn't say clown. He's a good coach. Right? <laughs> well, I, mean, I mean, just the guy that you hired just out of like, you know, you, 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 you didn't even but, try. But like you didn't even try to they, go and get somebody who who Bears, deserves to be in that space. Eberflus, yeah. So what they want you to do is at least interview a Leslie Frazier or Brian Flores on just. Flat out, honest terms. Even terms. Even terms. That's what Come you in, want. Even you might be field. surprised. Even playing. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And then here's what here's where I here's why I say it might be worse, right? Because it's like they're billionaires, right? So they're they're less than the one percent. They're the one percent of the one percent yeah. of the one percent. <laughs> right. So they're gonna find ways in the small print <clears throat> or find ways to curve the rule to actually disrespect the rule, and they're gonna get to what they want even more so if you tell an if you tell a billionaire i you have to do this he's like oh no i'm gonna do this and then shoot you to bird some will yeah a majority of these guys will uh, they, if there's 31 owners you said so okay you just, just take just take <laughs> just take pittsburgh out of it right so now you're actually down to 30 owners because pittsburgh the rule is set there the pittsburgh follows the rule mm-hmm. they develop coaches they go on and then even take arizona out of it because okay. arizona with bruce arians has kind of been forthcoming and developing coaches okay and then let's take tampa out because bruce arians is there and has done okay. it right so now we're down to 29 teams 28 teams out of those 28 24 is going to do whatever the heck they want four is actually going to you know interview and be like oh i don't really Man. like it. that's not going to work 24 so i mean it's probably more than that and i'm being nice mm-hmm. but that's just the way it is 24 is a big and what number. until it really until one of the owners actually does something that they usually don't do, the others won't do it because they're they're just going to do what the heck they want to do. And listen here, hiring their buddies, you know, a head coach bringing in like Bill Belichick, his son is a defensive coordinator. Right, right. You got Jared right. Mayo on the staff. You know what I mean? And you got he's got all of his sons. So the nepotism is going to happen. First of all, Bill Belichick is the GM and the head coach, the probably the best NFL coach of all time. Mm-hmm. So that's going to happen, mm-hmm. right? That happens. In a lot of cases here, right? Um, what? And it happens everywhere, right? So, you know, you got to, th- you know what I mean? And just think about this: like, 
here, here's the here's the here, the defensive coordinator for <laughs> Michigan okay. goes to the Ravens. Okay, how do you think that connection happened? Harbaugh to Harbaugh, Harbaugh, Harbaugh right? Harbaugh, so yeah. the, how long was the interview process? Not, not very long. Okay, not. probably a phone call, no. or they probably knew each other. So no. that's just the way it goes. Now, when it comes to what Brian Flores is talking about, mm-hmm. I mean, when you're talking about John Elway showing up drunk and, and stuff like that, um, one John Elway probably hurt himself in, to passing to get to be an owner, right? Can how can he buy the team? Mm-hmm. And he's had some issues before, right? But then what? that then that shows you uh, you are dropping. Fire. The lack, the lack of, uh, <laughs> the lack of the rule, and see what the owners don't understand is, man, that's a bad is your when you're doing it so blatant. This is what I'm telling you. They're gonna, revo- they're re- revolting. They're actually gonna do it more blatant. And here's the story. I'll Who's never, they? Who's they? The, the owners. owners. I'll never forget talking to Ted Cottrell about interviewing for Jack. Because when I came there, oh, we were number six defense. <laughs> Help us out yeah. with Ted Cottrell. Ted Cottrell. Uh. Lifer, Buddy Ryan disciple. Buddy Ryan groomed him. He was down in um, Philly. Then he went to Arizona Cardinals. What was his position? He was a defense coordinator. Okay, mm-hmm. well, control. When I got to Buffalo, okay. First year we're number six. Second year we're number one. Third year we're number three. Okay, they, I mean, <laughs> next stop, head coach, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He told me about when he interviewed for a job, and I, I probably need to text him. And uh, he was going for the head coaching job. Ted Control. And, and he got in there, and they get him on the whiteboard. And they already kind of did uh, ask him about who he would probably try to get as a coaching staff, what he felt like as a structure. And he just talked about offense and defense. Just put up his whole scheme. He said that – this is. I mean, it's not funny. Oh, but, it's hilarious. But, but Ted was like – he did it for – he said three or four hours, you know. And if you knew Ted, he's a bigger dude. Yep. And he was yeah. kind of sweating. He's a you know, dude. he used to wear his big glass. He had a big yes. old gap. I called him like, you know, the older straight hand because he had the gap, right? Yeah. yeah. He'd always say the Buffalo Thruway comes through here and it always stops at the chicken place that we'd always eat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he was like, after three or four hours, he thought, he's like, I knocked it out. He was like, okay. oh, man. They, he said, oh, that was great. You know, the owner and the GM, that was great. But, you know, you could probably be D coordinator for us. Whoa. Like, leave Buffalo Oof. where you're the number one defense. To come here with an upstart coach, wherever oh, this was, oh, to be D coordinator. Oh, you, you're not a name. We're not naming an organization, so. right? So I mean, so. it's, it's, it's I mean, look. it's been. I mean, that's back that's in the '90s, you know. That's and this is before we, we can we could go. That's a pretty bad look. So so imagine being in DC when Carolina gets the expansion team. So DC is yep. running at a pretty high level when when this thing happens. Um, Mid '90s. But I get called and say, "Hey, there's new, you know." There's a new opportunity down here. Do you want to come and do a TV show here in Charlotte? So you go down. Now, it's an expansion, so you've got to deal directly with the powers that be. Right? And there's a thing that has to happen where it's the kissing of the owner ring in wow. order to get in order to get that kind of access. So uh, Jerry Richardson, uh, you meet with him. We meet at South and Brewery right there on, on South Boulevard. And – the conversation gets so intense about what my intentions are and what he expects for me to be able to use the Carolina mm-hmm. Panther name and shield and logo and et cetera and have full access to everything, right? You can go and film study. You, you, DP, we're going to let you in the door. But here are the rules, and the rules are crazy. So you set all those rules and you, co- you sign off, like I'm going to do all these things. And then as soon as you do that, you're in the inner circle. And then here's what, where it gets really cool and really stinking weird. They had a bar, and then they had a little trolley that they would host private events. The Panthers. Uh-huh. 
private events. And at these private events, you would go through and you saw everybody at their most 100% authentic self. Mm. And the amazement of just sitting there listening to conversations as though they don't care who's in the room. This is who we are. And I thought, okay, that's really weird, but I'm going to deal with this. I'm going to deal with this. <laughs> I left Charlotte in 99, went back to D.C. Now you're in the Snyder Circle, right? You're in the How Daniel. long were you in Charlotte? I was in Charlotte from 94 to 99. So you were in that world. Well, I mean, I, my, I, host, I hosted Carolina Blitz. Yeah, he saw um, the video. I ran the NFL charity. Uh, it was Panthers charity of the year for, for three years in a row. Like, this was deep in. But then you go back to D.C. and Snyder's End, and the private charters <laughs> that go on, like, they they, you, they would fly you to, to, to the Bahamas to do the camera shoot for the... For the what? For the Redskinettes. Yeah. As, the, as the they Redskinettes. were called. Right? <clears throat> and the weird thing was that there was a whole bunch of people who had nothing to do with the shoot other than they were check writers. Check writers. That you put in a space with people. Now, I know the rules of the organization. Here's all the stuff you're not going to do. Except they're doing all of them out loud and in the open because they don't care. They don't care. So then you have to make a decision. Am I going to be a part of this or not? Right. Yeah, I mean, it just depends on now, the I interaction can, I, with and them. And again, I'm lucky to be in the room. Acor yeah, right. According to them, I'm lucky to be in the room. Not that I don't have value, but I sh I'm lucky to be in the room. But you have to make a decision. Are you going to have your eyes open in the room? Are you going to, to, to participate? Are you going to put Jeez. up a shield? Yeah. And then that gets real. And then and then the confidence that you have to keep to not put those stories into space. Because if you do, you can no longer be in the space. Except you understand yeah, that, yeah, right? Yeah. Like you understand that. Yeah. This is what's happening on the largest scale possible. So imagine both owners, Jerry Richardson and Daniel Snyder, speaking to you directly about when this microphone goes on for you, here's what you're not going to do. Mm. Right, wrong, and different has nothing to do with it. Right. That's the operation behind it. Now imagine with the coaching staff. Look, the same thing happened in D.C. with the coaching staff, and you're hiring coaches. There was zero reason for them to hire Jay Gruden. <laughs> zero. <laughs> but you know what? It was going to be really cool for them to hire somebody that they wanted to get on private charters and go hang with, mm -hmm. uh, people that they wanted to go play golf with, mm -hmm. people that they could go get drunk with, right. and they, people they could go chase skirts with. And then if you're not going to participate in that, you're an outlier. And mm. it makes it difficult. That's the operation behind the NFL. And sadly, 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 it, it's, it still exists, that people are working from a place that's not good for the team, the players, oh, yeah. and the community. And it's the worst if it gets out there. And uh, But I will say this about Jerry Richardson. It's, he's, he, he takes care of his players. A lot of players are – Well, his sons he, were the problem. He, yeah, but he – It wasn't, him, it wasn't him, Jerry. It him, was him himself, he, he's done a good job yeah. on for – Minority players and every player, they all love him. And I had the conversation. I've met him a couple times, and I, and he was great. It just kind of depends on the team. Like Ralph Wilson, obviously, he was a little older, you know, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Bills. But Bills uh, <clears throat> he wasn't like that. I mean, it just kind of depends on the team. I mean, I'm sure the He was owners, good. Yeah, Ralph he was Wilson great. was a good yeah, team, and, yeah. yeah, and and just kind of depends. Like, uh, 
you know, when you have <clears throat> ownership, they can do what they want. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, uh, you know, like from, you know, Mr. McNair, when I got there from when I was down there working and scouting and doing a little bit of like media or not a little bit, we're working with the team. It was a different McNair. And then here comes Cal. I mean, it's different going down there here now. Comes who? Cal, his son, you know, Mr. Mc, Bob McNair died. Texans. And things have changed because of who's involved. I mean, Kirby John, who was like, you know, giving, you know, doing the team chaplain before. I mean, I think he's like in prison now. I mean, he's supposed to be a pastor. I mean, Joel, I mean, I went, we went to Joel. No, no, say that again, Jason, so, so that it's not missed. Yeah, he was like, I don't know. He did something. But then, like, Joel Osteen was around before he bought Joel, the compact center. You know what Joel I mean? Joel Osteen was down there. I mean, you got to think. Like, things have obviously changed, and you morph into it, and there's obviously billions of dollars mm -hmm. being exchanged. And I remember the, the funny thing about it, I, I remember playing um, in Mr. McNair. He did his golf thing. So, I, you know, somehow I, maybe it's because I just got down there. You know, they just traded for me. I'm riding in the golf cart with him. So I just thought, hey, man, you know, how did you become a billionaire? I, mean, I thought it was pretty cool. You know, I mean, just he said that he had uh, he's been in energy, obviously, because it was uh, NRG and then mm -hmm. it was uh, whatever before that. It, he owns all of it. And he was telling me about the he had a horse in the Kentucky Derby. He was so, he was more excited about that than the Houston Texans. Right. Oh, boy. And I was like, yeah. So what, what people need to understand is no, like a lot of times when these own the team, this isn't their main source of income. Right now, Mike Brown. This is how he pays his bills. That's why he's extra cheap and has been cheap, and they never had breakfast and scouting and stuff like that. Notoriously, for years, they would have the coaches would have to be the scouts, That's right? Cincinnati. Yep, Bengals. Notoriously. Yeah. He told me how he ended up becoming a billionaire. He said he had, according to him, lost all his money. So he went around to 12 of his friends. 12 of his friends. Just to mind you, 12, you got 12 people on your phone. And it's like, hey, can I borrow a million dollars? Oh, God. To, to start this energy company, right? Wow. Well, then it hits, and then next thing you know, he's a billionaire. So where they're where these guys are operating at, it's not like you know they're 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 walking in the high V and saying and talking to the person that's doing the carts or the person that's checking them out. Mm -hmm. Somebody's probably getting their food, mm -hmm. and they have butlers and stuff like yeah. that, which they actually have. So their yeah. whole concept of reality world, is yeah. different. Yeah. Oh, he but, did he didn't know how much a, a gallon of milk was. Right, so like it's he, it's he so it's a lot different, you know, mentality. But that doesn't mean it's right. And that doesn't mean necessarily it's going to change either. You know what the what what the and people Roger Goodell right now answers to them. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. He, oh, sure so he does. Sure he does. That's his job. So as much as he acts like he cares about the players, he don't give a damn about the players, and he can't because he's paid forty some million dollars a year to answer and get the best deals for the owners, and the owners want to operate on their own thing. So now they're in scramble mode. Yeah, they are on the first day of Black History Month. With they, this would have happened anyways. Right. And they, 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 they've been trying to do all this stuff. And they've been a cover-up of stuff long. This has been going on for a while. Mm -hmm. I mean, a, a long time. Yeah, this is this is going to be a it's challenge. Not new. I mean, just, think of, like, just challenge. think of all these clowns that get jobs. Jim Caldwell is not even on anybody's list. Jeez. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Right? He was successful at Indy. Mm-hmm. Successful at Detroit. He made the playoffs twice with the Lions. Right. You, and you think about go all the way back to when Where is he I was. Nowhere. He's, he's at home. Is he at home? Right. Just so, think about, like. You remember when Green Bay hired Ray Rhodes? Yeah. He went to the playoffs, and then the next year he went like 9-7. and seven. They kicked – like, dude, you got to go. Right. Then you bring in all these – so it's just what they're saying yeah. is like yeah. Brian Flores is saying the, the leash for, in this case, African-American coaches or just minority coaches is significantly shorter than, say – you know, what's the what's the dude that uh, was the Jets coach? I'm looking at it right. Jet Todd Bowles? 
Todd or not? The, the dude that was the Jets coach. The rich, yeah. No, no, no. He was a Belichick guy. He's the one that narked on Belichick. Then he went to Cleveland. Like, he was horrible at the Jets. Rich oh, Cotite? Rick, Eric Mangini. Eric Mangini. Oh, Eric Mangini. Yeah. Was horrible at the Jets. Say he got fired on a Sunday, right? Tuesday, he was hired in Cleveland. Yeah, that's true. He got hired right away. Like, that was, that like, was weird. You're hiring a guy that was a failure at probably a better franchise, right? You're in New York, right? Jets are probably more high profile than Cleveland at that point in time. So how many interviews could you have with anybody? Take minorities out of it in 48 hours, and you hired this clown, and then you were still – What year was that? I don't know. I'm just saying pre- that's – Is that so pre-Rooney that's rule? Right. And then, you know, you hear, like, you know, the stuff about Eric Bieniemy and stuff like that. I mean, like, you got – you. I mean, you got the dude down in Arizona that had a cup of – literally a cup of coffee with Sean McVay and – Became a head coach. Mm-hmm. And here's a guy that, you know, quote, unquote, doesn't call plays for the best offense in the league. Can't even get a really interview. Now, granted, success of the team potentially hurts him. But if you go all the way back, you know, they call him Chili up in Minneapolis. Brad Childress was in the same situation in Philly. He was, quote, unquote, the offensive coordinator. Didn't call a play. <laughs> but he was associated with Andy Reid. So there's always just a different yeah, playing field. Childress landed. Right. In a head but, coaching job. Right. Yeah. So you just – More than but, one, right? But you one. can't like – I don't. you know, yeah, it's it's jacked up, but that's the way of life. It's kind of like you got to find a way to operate within it. And you, I don't know how you're going to get billionaires to make decisions that they don't have to do. They Who do they have to answer to, really, to be honest with you? They're the owners of the team. Yeah. Nobody. They answer themselves. <laughs> I mean, heck, no. to be it honest – take some consultation. But I mean, it. in Houston, they fired the J.J. Watts, like, personal do, marketing do they- lady because – she wasn't voting for the right person that the owner wanted her to. To a certain extent, don't they have to answer to the fan base? Do you really think people are going to stop watching football? <laughs> TP's face. Did I mean, you see come the, on. Did you see the head shareholders. Did you TP? see the head tilt over there? Shareholders. They what, don't. Ca- they don't care. <laughs> the head tilt. Do, do you think? Do, do, do you really think? That, do you think the people questions. that make decisions here at Nebraska really listen to the fan base? I would. Now, uh, they, I gotta they, they tell take you, it into they take it into consideration. You know, I'm ask, the, ask the fan base whether they feel like they're being heard. Ask them now. Ask them now. Ask them now. I think they take. I, I think they take them into consideration. Uh, they hear them, but they ain't listening. <laughs> like in the NFL, and the NFL is different though because you get so much money off of TV yeah, and it's revenue sharing, yeah. and they get they make so much. So you know they kind of cover their whole like nut per se in the preseason. Because you're, you're, you're not paying the player salaries, mm-hmm. but people are still going, and you're still getting beer and hot dog sales you, and all you that. You could ask every – even Washington. Um, you ask them what they want the name of this team to be. Commanders is not on the list. What, what is on the it, list? It, in, a, in, a, in, a season, in a season ticket holding fan base survey, 3% okayed Commanders. 3%. 3. 3%. But here's what the owners – and, and, and the fans will tell you what they want. They're just not listening. Right. But They're here's what the owner, owners will do. They'll listen and hear you, and they know that you might be mad, right? But how long are you really going to be mad if you love football? Your butt's going to be back, be back. in a be season watching. or two. You'll yeah. be there. Well, right. see, I'm rooting for the team because I'm rooting for the community. And as soon as like, it There's wins. a difference in that. I Whatever they call this this team, I'm going to root for that team because it represents my hometown, my community. Sure. I know that my community is just like Nebraska. I know that it's better to live and work here when the, the – the program's doing well. So with Washington, whatever they're called, I'll root for them because I understand what that means for the people in that in, in that community. Like yeah, I just, understand it. And I'm not 
childish, so childish that I can't accept calling people what they want to be called. Like, if you tell me to call you Steven, I'm going to call you Steven. That's your, like, that's what you right, want. Yeah. Right? I'm not going to, like, I, I'm not one of those people that, well, I'm going to call them what they were. No. I'm, purpose, I'm an right? adult. I'm an adult. Of, I understand have, I mean, that, hey, Steven Simple wants to be called Steven Simple. Okay. That's what I'm going to call you. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, at the end of the day, it's, is what, it, hey, look, and it could be like, you know, they could change it back in a couple of years. I mean, they were the Bobcats That's down in Charlotte. Now they're the Hornets. I mean, yeah. who well, knows? Well, think of, think of a, think of a they don't have with the, that they, legacy and how much money they're going to make today selling Commander stuff. New. Because at the end of the day, how much, like, you, they're going to still buy stuff. Just if they, just think about it. If Nebraska changed the logo or the colors today, how much money would they generate Tons. from people who all over the state and all over the world who are going to rebuy whatever they have in the new logo? So this is a business decision. Let's be clear. This okay. is not a moral decision. This is not, hey, we want to do the right yeah, thing. Don't. Nope. This is about a fan base that has supported them even when they were trash because of how good they were yeah. decades the ago. Right. And then they will spend every available dollar – on whatever it is you put out, and I'm just telling you, from helmets to gear to, to jerseys, all of that stuff, every jersey of every player that's ever existed will be repackaged mm -hmm. and rebranded under Commanders, and it will sell like hotcakes. So right. Daniel Snyder's going to go, oh, I hear you because my bank account is really loud. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just, I mean it's, it's you, just, so you it, can take fans for granted in the NFL. You take that, fans for granted everywhere. That notion is tricky to me, but I understand where you're coming. But from. then also you got to think though, if a fan says I'm not coming to the game, they're watching the game on TV. They're getting, you still, they're getting, you still they're get getting money. money. Yeah. Still so money. at the end of the day, you're like, you, okay, you can get, you can be. How mad can you be because I'm still getting paid off? You supporting the sponsors? Mm -hmm. You right. going to you eating runza? You right. going right. to Valentino's? So, like, get, okay, yeah, like you, hey, I'm not. I'm in giving the up NFL, my the stands, No, you're not. You're in, still supporting the, the franchise. Stands don't matter. have to be fulfilled. They do. They do not. They do not. In the NBA, they don't have to be filled. Nope. They don't yeah, have it's, to it's a totally different yeah. ball game. It's totally different. I mean, this is true ownership. I mean, they own everything. And here's here's also what people don't understand. When you, like the Vikings, when they built a new stadium, right, it's pretty much paid for based off the Super Bowl. So when Houston came, you know, you had the Super Bowl with the Patriots and the Panthers. Okay, so now I'm playing with house money. That's It's the – they talk about the good old boy system. We're going to take care of you, right? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> where's, the, where's the Super Bowl this year? L.A. L.A. LA. So new fly. stadium, yeah. right? We'll so take care of that. Right. They'll start. We'll I mean, I stadium. remember being at, getting ready for a game, and they'd be like, oh, we got to change up practice because there's a there's a country concert on Thursday, Wednesday and Thursday night, so we got they got to come in and, and, and you know, set up. Set up. Well, we play Sunday. Well, then they drag out whatever they had in. Here comes the, here comes mm -hmm. the field on the pallets. Oh, we got to make sure as soon as this game's over, this out, because Man. next thing you know they got something else. So this ain't just football. Like I'm saying, they're generating money. However out the they can. Yeah, however they can. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. It is very interesting. Uh, old School is up next for Steve Sepple. I am Jake Sorensen. See you.